Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. All right, if you have your Bibles, we are in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 as we're making our way through the Bible. Well, verse 1, let's pick it up. It says, For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Now, I love this because God's Word helps us to understand where we came from, what we're doing here, and where we're going, right? And, and here it tells us, we know that if this earthly house, this tent, now, we know that a tent is temporary, right? How many of you uh, have been tent camping for 40 years and still own a tent and still go tent camping? Raise your hand. All right. One of you. Yes. <laughs> When's the last time you camped in a tent? <laughs> anyway, it's temporary, right? We did that, but when the kids grow up, we're like, get rid of that tent. Anyway, so, right, most of you have campers now. But a tent speaks of temporary, and a building speaks of permanent, right? And, and we know what he's saying here in verse 1 is that our physical body, and he uses this picture of being a tent. So our physical body is a tent, something that's temporary. It's not going to last forever. And, uh, you know, uh, recently I, I looked up what is the life expectancy of one of these tents. And uh, for males, it's 73, and for females, it's 79. So I don't know why that is, that women live longer, but it is true. But, uh, but so... That's just the facts, right? These are temporary tents. And we know that the real you is inside you, right? Your spirit, who you are on the inside. It's not your physical body. And so the Lord's going to give us a new spiritual body. That's what he's talking about here. And the Bible tells us that these physical bodies, that are, they're like tents, they're temporary, and, and they're going to pass away. So we know that. But that doesn't mean that we should be irresponsible in taking care of them, right? Because over the years, I've been a Christian a while now, and there's kind of two camps about this, your body being a tent. The one camp is, well, it's just a temporary thing. I'm going to destroy this thing, see how many heart attacks and strokes I can get in before I go to heaven. Or the other extreme is, I'm going to be a vegetarian, and I'm not going to eat red meat, and uh, I don't know what all goes along with that, but, right? And, but really, does the Lord want us to be weirdly extreme in things? I don't think so, right? So, so what, is, what does the Bible say? Well, in 1 Corinthians 3.16, it says, do you not know that you are the temple of God? So this tent is the temple of God, that the Spirit of God dwells in you. If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. So in other words, what's he saying? We're going to get a new body. This tent is temporary, but we need to take care of it, right, and respect it and do the best we can. Uh, now, y'all heard me say I threw away my juicer, but I still try to eat healthy as, as much as I can and read books about health and, and, and try to take care of things. And so uh, we're going to get a new body, and that's going to be great. But that doesn't mean that we should just be negligent and irresponsible with this one that we have. And my view is, personally, is that, uh, you know, I don't necessarily need to uh, join the Senior Olympics or whatever that is, but... 
until I breathe my last breath and I get a new tent, I want this one to work as good as it can, <laughs> right? So anyway, so uh, he goes on to say, for in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed with our habitation, which is from heaven. So, you know, Paul's saying that, hey, we long to be with Jesus. We, we long to have our glorified body in heaven. In fact, Paul said in Philippians 1.23, for I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, in heaven, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. And Paul was writing to the Philippians saying, look, if I stay here, then I can share the gospel with more people. But if I go to heaven, that will be better. So for all of us to realize that God has a plan for your life here on this earth, and he has things for each one of us to do. And when that time is up, we're going to go to heaven. Verse three, if indeed having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent grown, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed that mortality may be swallowed up by life, right? And so uh, I want to be clothed with my new body, which is in heaven, made in heaven, you know, not made in China, right? It's just going to be such a great thing. And, uh, but, you know, Paul's saying he desires to enter into that eternal dimension. And, and it's important for all of us to realize that that is a normal part of the Christian life, to look ahead to eternity, right? And Paul suffered a lot of hardships, and, you know, we talked about that on Sunday, uh, more than most of us will ever suffer, but what encouraged him was looking to heaven, right? To realize this life is short. In, in Psalm 84, 5, it says, blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. What does that mean? Well, a pilgrim is somebody who goes on a journey to a holy place to worship, right? So uh, in Second Peter, or First Peter 2, 11, Peter says, beloved, i beg you as sojourners and pilgrims abstain from fleshly lust which war against the soul so he's saying as sojourners and pilgrims don't be involved in fleshly carnal, carnal things which which is the opposite of what you know the world says now do whatever your fleshly lust wants to do but he's saying he's calling us as christians sojourners and pilgrims so as a christian we're on a pilgrimage uh, as well as a journey to dwell in the ultimate place of worship with the lord in eternity in heaven, right? And, and so he's saying we should look ahead, we should prepare, and I think that's important for us because I think as Americans there is just this vibe in our culture where people have a hard time planning past this afternoon, right? I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, just people can't think very far ahead. They just think right now, whatever's right now. But, you know, the Bible tells us we need to be looking to eternity. We need to think about eternity. We need to think about heaven. And in fact, Jesus talked about it a lot. And Jesus said in Matthew six twenty, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. So Jesus was saying, look, you know, you need to think about heaven and think about storing up treasures there that last forever because things here are temporary. In verse 5, now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So here he's saying that God's desire for all people is to come to a relationship with him and to spend eternity with him. And, and God uh, wants us to have a relationship with him. In 2 Peter 3.9 he says, the Lord is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And last week we talked about how, you know, God wants us to 
reach out to people who don't know him, who are living in darkness, because he wants to bring us to heaven. He wants to bring as many people as he can. That's why the rapture hasn't happened, because he's waiting for us to get more people, bring them into the kingdom, right? And, and he's saying that uh, God has given us his spirit as a guarantee in verse 5. Now, that word guarantee, the Greek word, the idea is engagement ring. And, and it's like a commitment, right? When you get engaged, you're committed. And so the Lord is committed to you by him giving his spirit, filling us with the spirit, the Holy Spirit in your life, and the work of the Holy Spirit in your life is a guarantee that God is going to finish the work that he began. Now, that is good news. Because if you ever feel like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the end, if I have to drive one more day on the freeway, I don't know if I could do it, right? Or, or whatever it is, right? Uh, you know, just because sometimes things just seem so crazy, and you just feel like, am I going to make it? And, and here's the thing. The Bible tells us that God is going to finish the work in you that he started. And I love that because uh, it encourages me to know that God started something in each one of us, and he's going to finish, finish it. In Philippians 1, 6, he says, being confident in this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So God's going to finish what he started in your life, no matter what stage you're at, wherever you're at in life. And, it, and that's why it's so important to want to cooperate with the Lord. He has a work for you, and he wants to finish it. And if you cooperate with him, if you get up and pray and say, Lord, I want to do your will today, well, then that's much easier for him. But if you get up and say, God, I don't want to do what you want, so don't talk to me, it's going to be more difficult, <laughs> right? So he's going to finish that work one way or another. And he has a way of helping us, you know, making our situation come around so that we uh, think, man, I think I should be praying and seeking the Lord. Verse 6, he says, so we are always confident knowing that while we were at home in the body, we also are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So we walk by faith and not by sight. And that's important for us to realize that the Christian life is a life of faith. In Hebrews 11, 1, it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is in things not seen. It's something to hope for. The Lord wants us to walk by faith. And when we talked about on Sunday how as we're walking by faith, we believe that what God's word said is true and that it's coming about. And it's not a blind faith because we have God's word. We have, we have all the things that the Lord has done. In Matthew 24, Jesus said, Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. Therefore, you also be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour that you do not expect. So by faith, those of us who are students of the Bible know and believe that we're living in the last days. We believe that all the things that are coming about are things that the Bible talks about. We walk by faith. And, and I love what A.W. Tozer said. Every man lives by faith, a non-believer as, as well as the saint, one uh, by faith in natural laws and the other by faith in God. Right? See, everybody walks by faith. Your faith is in something, right? And, and you know, the truth is, is that people who live according to science realize there's a lot of stuff they can't explain, but they still live by faith. They believe in gravity, right? Uh, most scientists won't go up on the top of our church and jump off uh, out onto 10th Street because they believe that gravity works, right? I mean, they, they have faith. And, and so as we walk by faith and we obey the Lord, then it's going to affect the way you live your life. And that is why it's so important for you to read the Bible, go to church, to have your faith grow. The Bible says that our faith grows in multiple ways, in the knowledge of God, in his word, in experience, right? So it's important to be involved. And as you are walking by faith, and as you 
understand by faith that God called you and created you with a plan and a purpose, that he has things for you to do, and as we talked about last week, that he wants you to share the gospel with people, invite people to church, then when things happen, then by faith, you by faith will talk to people, and you will have an impact on this world and other people's lives. And my wife's like, can we just pray for you? And so the girl kneels down in the restaurant, <laughs> and my wife prays for her, and I prayed for her, and, and you know, but when you walk by faith and you think, is that normal for a Christian? Yeah. I mean, if you are you know, walking by faith, and you realize the end is about to come, the rapture's coming, people are going to hell, people are living in darkness, as we read last week, people need to hear the truth, people can't hear the truth unless someone tells them, and who's going to tell them? The very few amount of Christians that go to a church that read the Bible and teach the Bible, right? And and so it's on us. We're going to stop there because we're out of time. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Community Christmas Eve services on Sunday, December 24th at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. This is a great way to celebrate the birth of Christ. Festivities will include the singing of Christmas carols with a contemporary feel and a message from Pastor Bob Larson. For more information, visit us at our website at calvarycaldwell.com, like us on Facebook, and may the Lord bless you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day.